And that's part of the fun of live TV, you know? Welcome to Screen Blend, episode 76. And boys, can I just say, this is a very special episode. I'm joined by Connor McKenzie and Will Cutts. G'day, g'day. How are we all? This is a delight. This is something completely different. I'm it's so excited. A, it's a momentous day in Screen Blend history. And uh, the momentous occasion is that we are live streaming for the first oh time after 75 episodes <laughs> on YouTube and I'm looking at myself as we speak through our YouTube stream. It's unsettling. It I is uh, unsettling. I'm wearing my uh, beanie with headphones and what a look it is. Can I just say that the hardest thing of this is, as you will now know people, there's multiple screens, is I actually can't see Connor. Right, now I can. <laughs> there you go. Over. I've got to lean if back. look over the screens right now. Now, on the live stream, Jack, can you talk for me? Look at this, what we're doing here. Jack, you just talk now. I'll talk now. Yeah, sure. But yeah, momentification. So uh, if from pretty much any episode going forward, you can uh, watch us on YouTube and then listen to the podcast again mm. the following day to get That's your full screen perfect. fix. Yeah, where can everyone listen to the podcast first, Jack? Uh, every, every podcast so service? Yeah, every, every good podcast service. We've got a TikTok. We've got obviously YouTube, Instagram, and a very short following on Facebook too. Yeah, that's it. And right now, because you're looking at all three beautiful faces of ours, you can see all of our social handles. So that's perfect. The wonders of TV. It is. It is amazing. And I think the, the big key thing will be at some point when we get the light correct because Jack's a little dark in his corner. Connor's uh, <laughs> very I'm, close I, to the... Nearing the edge of frame. Sorry, yeah, I'll move. No, no, no you're fine. Hey. Uh, but we probably... It's, do you reckon, guys, it's time for the news? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, let's start it. First live stream news. That so is, that is the news that we're live streaming. That's the biggest news, and of that's all. the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Um, so, boys, you wanted to talk. Obviously, the main topic of today is Squid Game. Do we? We'll just touch base with it first because I think it's the most important thing in the news. Then we'll we'll talk about it later in the show. Is it's the most watched show ever on Netflix now? Officially, it's kind of crazy. Officially, they uh, it seemed very much on track to do that last week. I can't remember if Netflix said it themselves or everyone was just kind of theorizing it, but it is officially. The most popular TV show in debut that Netflix ever released, which is yeah. pretty massive considering the other shows that Netflix has released. Surpassing Bridgerton, I indeed, think is the last biggest show. Yeah, which mm. did any of us watch? I did not. No, no. I have not seen Bridgerton either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, so Connor, how many how many viewers? Apparently, it's seen? been sampled, so yeah. watched once by 111 million members just since uh, it came out on September 17th. So that's in just 25 days. I'd love to see how it's gone in the respect of like the growth like how much it's grown mm. over the, over those 25 days that like in mm. the second half of the 25 as more people watched it mm. as the word of mouth has gone because I yeah. feel like this isn't going to be a series that over those first five or six days I don't know we won't see these numbers mm. but was it a smash hit in the first five or six but once people started seeing it and binging it, they went, okay, this is oh, the this thing. This is a word of mouth show for sure. So, yeah. I mean, this got released, I think it was the 22nd of September, give yeah. or take. 25th. Uh, yeah, 25th. And show. it really wasn't till what, the first, second of October. That oh, no, this September really 17th. blew up. Yeah, September 17th. Oh, yeah. Good. So it wasn't until 10 days later that it blew up. It was everywhere. I want to see that Green graph. light, red light was yeah. everywhere. Yeah. It was on, what, Roblox. Yeah. Now on Fortnite, they're playing... Green light, red It's, light, it's, it's a cultural pens. phenomenon. I it think. is. I think we're fine to say that yeah. it is. I think we're brave to say yeah. it, and I think Switched. we're heroes for saying mm. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really just taken over, and I'd, yeah. I, I guess it's word of mouth. I, yeah. I'd be curious to see what the, like the initial trailers and stuff, views-wise, what they did, because whether it just came off that alone, because yeah. the trailers are pretty cool and pretty creepy and whatnot, 
but yeah, it's 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 fascinating to see how this stuff spreads like wildfire. Yeah, uh, we'll leave the rest of our screen blend chat to later in the episode, as this is the main topic of today. But the next big bit of news, we've always been talking. Again, we've done some fan casting on this this show before. We haven't really gone into Adam Warlock and that character that's really been teased. It's about eight years, how long? Six, six, seven years now that we've known this character is coming since Guardians Two in the mm. in the post credit scene there. But finally, Will Poulter has been cast as Adam Warlock in Guardians Three. Now, I think think this is another example of your classic. Like uh, we have. Uh, who's Mr. Twilight again? What's his face? Mr. Twilight. Uh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> but everyone remembers him as Mr. Twilight. Whereas <laughs> I feel like Adam Poulter, or Will, Will Poulter here is like, he's sort of known as that geeky sort of, like you remember him from when we were growing up in sort of like some of those other dumb comedies. Yeah, I always remember from Where the Millers. Was, yeah. Just that geeky little boy in that movie. And he was also in... Uh, What's him call it? Uh, that Black Mirror episode yeah, yeah. as that well, one episode. where you could yeah. choose your video game references yeah. or something. Yeah, he's that he's that classic nerd. Yeah, so oh, the Maze that Runner he's playing. The, yeah, Maze yeah. Runner. That's too. what he was in. I yeah. keep getting him confused with Cameron Monaghan. Yes, who's uh, the he plays the main character in Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. and he was Joker on the Gotham series as well. Mm, I know they look kind of similar. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so big that they finally cast him again. Someone we weren't overly expecting. This is again a person I feel like is going to be like. You want it? It's a nine-picture deal. Yep. Whereas, again, people always said, is, is this your, your big other actors in Hollywood are going to take this? No, they're not going to. This is more likely going to be someone like him and, and you can build around him from there. Anyone's thoughts? Finally, do, do we really care and we trust sort of Marvel in their castings at the moment? moment? I mean, Adam Warlock's... I mean, we always talk about how they're doing unknown characters for yeah. Marvel stuff, but Adam Warlock is probably... Oh, he's probably more well-known than the Eternals, at least, but he's yeah. still a pretty fringe character. Like, he's not... He's not the Silver Surfer, no. which is kind of... has that sort of awareness around the place but yeah. he's very out there um, I'd, I guess I'd be interested to see if they do set him up for more than one film like yep. maybe he's a one and done like Ego yeah. was but because they've, mm. they've teased it so much it seems like he'll be around for longer um, but you know this could be a, a breakout thing for Will mm. Poulter hopefully yeah. he gets him a bit more attention because yeah. he's a pretty good actor yeah. um, has yeah, Marvel okay. ever really miscast anyone to that extent I mean it looks like weird casting now but knowing them though he'll fit right in ah, he'll be right mm. he'll be right yeah uh, good casting all up Perfect. So next we've got, continuing the Marvel theme, uh, the WandaVision spin-off starring Catherine Hahn. Now, again, we spoke a couple of weeks ago that there's 30 different Marvel projects uh, available, uh, out in production, getting ready now. This is another one that's sort of just bouncing around. One, do we care? Is it necessary? Where do we see this sort of series going? I feel like it's something that can just be bubbling on in the background. Connor, is this something that you want to see, this, this show? Not entirely. Yeah. <laughs> like, Catherine Hahn is great. Um, I mean, she didn't get a lot of screen time. Well, she got a bit decent amount of screen time, but not a lot of backstory. Like, yeah. she had that one throwback scene that set her up, basically, but we didn't get a lot of sense of... As with a lot of Marvel villains, like, stakes and stuff with her because yeah. she was around just for so little time. Um, so, I don't know if there's much... I mean, what else are we going to get from her? I guess it's mm. just, like, what was she doing in between all that time yeah. um, mm. from murdering her mum and whatever yeah. to finding Wanda? So, I mean, I guess it's not surprising. It is in development, so mm. I don't know how far along that is. That means definitely but, a smaller fan base for this show. I think. You know, yeah, how many unless, big maybe fans are genuinely interested. What if they bring back? Do you remember they used to do the one shots? Yeah, they only put out when they put them on like Blu-ray and DVD. Maybe yeah. they're bringing that back, and they just yeah. do. I mean, they've story. said this report from uh, Variety is apparently that it is a series. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, just a spin-off. Oh no, series. Never mind. Um, so maybe it's not a one shot. But that, I feel like that would be a better fit, maybe yeah. for these little characters. Just give them a little 
little 15 minute half an hour little thing yeah uh, Jack your thoughts quickly on this is this something you want to see explored at all it's never th- something I thought I would want to see but mm. knowing Marvel they'll put it on I'll watch it yeah. uh, but probably in terms of like characters I really want to see with their own show uh, she didn't really interest me much in WandaVision so mm. she'd probably be kind of the bottom tier for something mm. if it was on Disney Plus but yeah sure I'm there mm. yeah mm. I feel like this is more, I'd love to see this as sort of like a background sort of maybe over time, like previous sort of coming mm. up to this moment of how she got to this point. But again, we always don't need to have the world filled out. We can make our own imagination yeah. of what's actually happened. So for me, it's not something that's overly important at the moment. But again, if we get six episodes and it's really good TV and it just fleshes out the world, maybe after, sure thing, I'll take it. I'm not going to be too stressed. Uh, next now, you guys obviously care deeply about this game as much as I do. Passionate. It, it is still a massive uh, amount of IP, but it looks like Electronic Arts has filed multiple trademark applications for EA Sports FC, uh, which could potentially be the new name for the FIFA franchise, uh, should it be rebanded, uh, which they're currently considering. So from just a generic point of view, some uh, as two guys who aren't massive sports game fans, would this be a massive call? Because you guys would probably resonate the game FIFA more with the game than FIFA actually being the governing body of soccer, correct? 100%. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I think after a while, the trademark was going to get to a point, and as we all know, EA are looking to maybe cut ties with FIFA, but they still will need them for some amount of licensed uh, products, what obviously at some point is really important. Is this something that really cares for you guys from a gaming perspective at all, or, or doesn't bother? I think it, it might actually kind of speak to the value of FIFA as a gaming brand. Yeah. Um, so the, this is sort of coming out. EA put out a, a release yeah. or something a little while ago saying they're, re, they're looking at, they're renaming, their glo- exploring the idea of renaming their global EA Sports football games. So they're reviewing their naming yeah. rights agreement um, with, with FIFA, the yeah. organization. And then it's sort of come out in a report from the New York Times that um, the International Federation of Association Football, is that FIFA? FIFA yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, is apparently asking EA to pay $1 billion for the exclusive rights to the FIFA brand going forward. And that's going to be apparently every four-year World Cup cycle. Yeah, no chance. So that's like more than double, I believe, what they're currently paying, currently paying which is nuts. But this is also a massively uh, successful, financially profitable franchise. So I can kind of see the logic there. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think it would be a shame if it does go because it's just it's synonymous with... Yeah. You know, people say, let's go play FIFA. You want to play a game yeah. of FIFA? It's it's just name brand. And I, but I think that's why FIFA want a bigger cut of the pie. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's probably, and also why EA don't want to give them anything and they'd be looking mm. to change it because... And they saw the change of Pro Evolution Soccer to the new franchise. And E-Football. Saw how, E-Football and saw how well that did. And they're like, mm, man, they love our name. Let's, uh, let's ask them for a bit of money for the FIFA name. Yeah, well, in the end, yeah, it's more people resonate that. But mm. yeah, it's just a crazy amount of money that is flying for, around. Yeah, for a bit of context, uh, this is the, again from the New York Times report, they estimate that uh, the franchise has earned roughly $27 billion Australian dollars yeah. for EA. Um, and apparently $1.3 billion from the uh, Ultimate Team mode alone last year. Which So if they have to pay that once every four years, it might not be a massive... Uh, like in the grand scheme, it's probably not a massive dent, but it is a hefty fee. You can see 100% why they do... Um, but but why it's all, all, it's all microtransactions. I, mm. Do you think it makes sense for either party, though, if this deal doesn't land? Like, maybe, think- like if they go their separate ways, what's going to happen? EA is not going to, obviously, have the rights to keep publishing all these teams and stuff. Well, that's the biggest thing is what the problem with Pro Evo for years to give some context is 
that was people always found that the better game, but with because you played as Merseyside Red or Merseyside uh, Blue, you didn't play as Liverpool or Everton. It really lost that aspect of well, I'm actually getting to play as the teams that I love. You still had mm-hmm. the players, some had likenesses, but you didn't have the actual teams and the competitions and the actual tournaments. So after a while. I reckon I played one like demo or something for a bit and I was like, I just don't want to get into this. So it, I think it's going to be like a ScarJo sort of thing at some point. They're going to have to find a happy medium yeah, because right. FIFA needs, as in the governing body, needs this to be connected and EA needs all the licenses. So if they can get the licenses without calling it FIFA, then sure, mm. they'll probably do that. But I think for the governing body will probably try and keep it. And then we'll just have to come to a happy medium where both companies are still making billions of dollars. Mm. You're up. I think at some point that's where they're going to have to go. Uh, now, boys, we've got... A, it's not as scary as we're probably all expecting, but the first reviews of Ghostbusters Afterlife uh, are out. You did, though. Yeah. Uh, and they're praising it. So when's this out here in Australia, Jets? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's been pushed to pretty much... Late November, I feel. Uh, it's out in the UK, November 12th. Uh, yeah. It's coming out, obviously, in the US slowly now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, once again, another movie we're probably not getting for another two months. Yeah. Google so says 2nd of December. 2nd of December, same weekend as Dune. So, uh, June. So, uh, that will be huge weekend. We'll yeah. be uh, going to both. But um, they praised director Jason Reitman's new take on the franchise, yeah. um, which they said it's amazing. He recalls you know, the past and it's a good starting point for the new characters. Uh, and I think people are just really loving it. They said it's a bit of too, bit too much fan service from what I've read, yeah. but I think uh, it leaves most most audiences wanting more Ghostbusters okay. after all these years. Perfect. Yeah. Who'd have thunk? Uh, it's sitting currently at 81% on Rotten Tomatoes, what's, what's very good for right now, I think. And the fact that they've actually put it out, because is it out in the States now? Is it uh, not? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Very soon, if not already. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to check. Oh, no release date. It is... Oh, count as on. Uh, yeah, apparently Paul Rudd also gives a fantastic performance as well yeah. in saying that. And Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things fame. I think they all just combine. They've, and apparently, you know, a few uh, special guests, I think, uh, take, the spade, uh, yeah. take the stage for nostalgic purposes. Um, so, yeah, I think it's we finally have a good... Ghostbusters movie since 84. Yeah, and I think mm. in the end, if they're releasing this, uh, I think it's still a week or so from the States uh, coming out anyway, but you're releasing an unannounced uh, version of the film. Like to, to people, you have to be confident that you've actually produced something that's decent because mm. uh, otherwise we know they will leave that for garbage time. Uh, <laughs> boys, we got some GTA news. Connor, can you fill us in? Uh, I can. So it's mm. been rumoured for a long time that we are going to get remasters of GTA 3, GTA Vice City and GTA San Andreas. Mm. Um, and I believe it's actually finally been officially announced, but we didn't get a look <laughs> at uh, gameplay. Um, we didn't get a look at... We didn't get screenshots or anything. I think we just pretty much got the announcement that, yeah, it's coming out. They're coming back. The, the yeah. definitive collection. We've yep. got a few silhouettes of the classic artwork from all three games with a bit of classic yeah. GTA yeah. music in the background. Uh, but uh, they also took off all the original trilogy from all the stores. So uh, you'll no longer be able to buy all the yep. very old games in their original form yep. uh, in order to go out and buy these new definitive editions when uh, they come out. Sneaky. They're mm. pulling, a, pulling a Disney. They're chucking it in the vault. Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty much. Um, 
Yeah, it's coming to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and the Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. and also apparently iOS and Android next year. So there <laughs> yeah, you go. With, uh, or, uh, there's no release date, actually. So uh, a lot of people might potentially think this is coming out towards the end of the year. Yeah, well, apparently iOS and Android is the first half of 2022, but mm. nothing more specific than that has yeah. been given. So it's visual improvements and modern gameplay enhancements mm. of all three titles. So what that really means, I'm not sure. There were some ideas that it might be being redone in the Unreal Engine. Um, Unreal Engine, but I'm not sure how it will look. Like it looks all right even now for 2004, 2000, 2001 graphics, but uh, it definitely could use a significant upgrade if it, mm. we want to really go out and repurchase these games. A lot of people already have on PC, iPad from PS2 from back in the you day. You talking about yourself? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, there have to be some substantial improvements. There's gameplay improvements to bring it up to modern standards uh, in terms of gameplay. Uh, but I'd, I'd really like to see what they mean when they say this because it's very open yeah. to interpretation where they're changing, you know, a new mini-map or the mission markers are different or maybe it just becomes more accessible in terms of save points. I don't know, but I'm very curious to see. I don't think we're going to have to wait long for this either. Okay, that's uh, interesting. Uh, Jad's Scream. Scream, yeah. So the Scream, well, technically Scream 5, yeah. but they're renaming it just Scream because uh, it's a, it's half sequel, half reboot. Right. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So they're introducing new characters while bringing back the original characters of the original four Scream yeah. movies. Uh, so like Neve Campbell, David yeah. Arquette, and Courtney Cox, who are the... Uh, the Dream Team's back. The Dream Team is back. And since it's a reboot, will the dream team die? Who knows? Uh, but the trailer looks like just more Scream. Ghostface is on the run again. And uh, he's going out killing a new generation of teenage uh, stars, essentially. So uh, it looks good. But every Scream try and finds a new kind of movie trope to pay homage and to kind of take the mickey out of. Uh, first one was horror movies, second one was sequels, third one was trilogies, fourth one was remakes. And based on the original title, uh, they, I feel like they might be doing reboots uh, based on the fact they're not calling it Scream 5 and they're actually calling it Scream intentionally to make front, to make kind of, you know, take the mickey out of yeah. this new title based on how movies are going these days. Um, but have you guys seen the trailer yourselves? So I'm guessing you haven't. Nope. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the Scream films. I've seen bits and pieces, like the obviously the the iconic bits, as you do. But yeah. Oh uh, well, I'm. I'm Have you seen them all? Fan, yeah. Oh, um, me and we saw number four in the cinemas back in 2011. You, yeah, ten I, years I, ago now. So I think for me, it's it's one of those series where because it, it, it's horror-y, but it's not like it, it. Not you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to get that word for it. It's like yeah. it's not. It's sort of they play on the banter. There's some sort of moments like you're saying sequels banter. Mm. Uh, it wasn't that scary. I also just think I don't know if the world is looking for this type of higher budget horror movie. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't think it even has to be a scream. Have never been a high budget film, so just simple slashes. And this one's got Jack Quaid, you know, yeah. from uh, The Boys yeah. as one of the teenagers. Uh, Dylan Minnette, um, who's uh, Thirteen Reasons Why yeah. or whatever that show was on Netflix, everyone loved for a while. So it's got a new generation of teenagers. Um, yeah, no, I'm very keen to see where this will go and whether this will lead to more trilogies with new characters yeah. or whether it will bomb at the box office uh, and, yeah, just uh, the franchise will slowly die because this is the first one without Wes Craven as well. Yeah. He passed away a couple of years ago too. So, yeah. Yeah, Fine. this is, uh, now we enter my do we care phase of the show. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Expendables. 
Expendables 4. Expendable segment. <laughs> Expendable uh, franchise. Yeah, I, think, I think it is an expendable segment because <laughs> we get some behind-the-scenes photos. We got... Uh, I don't even know why they're coming back for this. And to be honest with you, I don't know why I'm going to go, but I will be seeing this. Yeah, oh, we will uh, be seeing this. I'm going to look up how much money the last few make. Well, I think the, the last one didn't make... Number three didn't make much money because it was uh, downloaded illegally. Of course. Uh, yeah. By Pe- quite a bit. Um, but this one's bringing back uh, Sylvester Stallone <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Jason can, Statham. Can you do that again? Can you do uh, that again, please? No, and Dolph Lundgren. Did you think? It? Did you just do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression for Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, something like that. But <laughs> uh, they're the three main coming well, back. Can you give us your Sylvester Stallone, please? No. Um, no. And this one's got uh, some interesting new people coming back, including Megan Megan Fox from Transformers fame, and we all know how great of an actress she is. So uh, on, I can't wait to see her, and it's also got Fifty Cent, Curtis Jackson, the man himself, coming back, the yeah. half dollar. Yeah. So they might be in the club in uh, this new one. So that was that was a stretch, man. That was, that a, stretch. was a stretch, and also Andy Garcia, Anthony Jar also um, coming into new roles. So this film. first film. Uh, budget of 80, 80, 82 million made two hundred and seventy four million worldwide. Yeah. Second one had a budget of one hundred million made three hundred and fourteen million worldwide. Yep. Second one had a budget of one hundred million but only made two hundred and fourteen worldwide. Due to illegal torrents, still Pack. made double the money. So obviously mm. there's there's a market for this. Yeah. Old um, men who love Rocky. Back it's in just the day nostalgia. It's, it's peak nostalgia. Mm. You don't make movies like this now anyway. So. All the, you know, our dads of the generation who grew up in the 80s with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Rocky and all that. Oh, yeah, I want to see all my old, you know, action heroes We all know what Rocky sounds like, right, Jack? Tell us. Give us a spin. Adrian. Why is he whispering? (laughs) Adrian. That's better. Thank you. Thank you. Um, No, I feel like now I don't know whether 10 years ago it was sort of like, okay, cool, I will watch this because Mm. you can just throw... 40 different old actors in there and, and I'll get around it. Whereas now I look at it and I'm like, I don't really want to see this again. Like, it's not yeah. something that's really interesting me. And is that fair? I don't know, but you know what? We'll just move on. Like, it doesn't really It's like me. the Avengers of old, old yeah. action stars. So they're, they're, I think there's still an audience until uh, that generation uh, kind of dies out. <laughs> <laughs> in the nicest way yes, possible. possible. Yes. Uh, talking of... Uh, guys who I think will end up being in probably The Expendables <laughs> 9. Uh, we've got The Rock has somehow brought up the fact that his feud with... Uh, this is the story that Vin won't go away. This is the like... Uh, this is the Kanye West, Taylor Swift the of Rook. the action movie genre. Yeah. yeah. The Rock regrets making his candy-ass feud with Vin Diesel public, but I meant what I said is the headline. Did he say this <laughs> in an Instagram video? Because I can see him recording this on Instagram. Like. Yeah, something like, yo, I've just had like 17 protein pancakes. Dude, his like, like, venus is all hell. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so feud was a non-stop source of entertainment uh, for five years now. He called him what, candy asses or yeah, something? Yeah, and all this sort of thing. Uh, yeah, Vanity, Vanity Fair spoke to the Jungle Cruise actor and his definition of candy ass. So they saw these different things. Uh, nothing specific happened, just the same old shit. And it was just. It's more or less saying day. that uh, he probably shouldn't have done what he did, yeah. but he still doesn't really he doesn't like. Care. He doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't really like, um, what's my call it, Vin Diesel anyway. And because uh, he's clearly not in Fast and Furious 10 and 11. So yeah. uh, he's just moving on. He, he regrets it, but he really doesn't. If no. Vin. Gets into solar power. Does he become Vin hybrid? I mean, my car's more of a Vin unleaded. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop now. Uh, 
Come for thank the you, news, thank stay you. for the jokes. No, come for the news, leave for the jokes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and the live stream's finishing now. Yeah, yeah. Actually, YouTube took it down. That was so bad. bad yeah. Uh, and in number three of four, of actually five, do we care? Uh, this is one movie I will tell you right now, I will not be seeing, I will never be seeing unless... Okay, I'm going to say right now, unless this gets over 94, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, I won't see it. Okay. Because I do not care for Willy Wonka. I don't care for what happened before. I also get more annoyed at Timothy Chalamet saying to people, like, I got told by one of my like heroes in acting, don't do hard drugs and never do superhero movies. So, so you're doing, doing, so you're doing Willy, bloody Willy Wonka, what is again an IP that one, no one cares about. But if it's you a did prequel. A, yeah, but if it, I feel like no one gives an F no, about they, 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 It's an opportunity to redefine a character, do, to really yeah. put my own stamp on something that Gene Wilder really yeah. just, you know, he defined it for a generation, but maybe it's my turn to do that. Yeah. Is he British? No, he's French, obviously, yeah. with his name, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, he tried. Does he have a French accent, though? Is he like, know. yeah, Willy Wonka, you know, it's, that's not French at all. I just don't see the need. <laughs> no. It took a second. <laughs> I just don't see the need at all for anything like this. Me too. Mm. Like, mm. I, I'm not, I, I'm all for, you know, again, do, do a character. I just don't see the point in this character whatsoever. Fair? What else do we need to know about know, Willy it's just Wonka? Not for us. I, I want to know when the first time he tasted chocolate was. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, was it a caramel? Was it a milk? Was it a dark chocolate? <laughs> Where, actually, I do want to know where the hell he found the Oompa Loompas. Does yeah. he go through like a magic portal or something? Or does he <laughs> just get like children? Nuclear waste. Yeah, just, through the village. These are, yeah. Ill children yeah. that he's spray painted orange. <laughs> my whole thing is, I just hate how chicks are now. Like, oh my God, Willy Wonka. This is Jack's favorite segment. Yeah, <laughs> Willy Wonka's so sexy now. Like, I just want him to. They, so I saw people on Twitter. I was, I'd be his own I want his yeah. golden <laughs> ticket. Yeah, so I'm, it's like, you know what? Stop I'd making, swim in his chocolate factory. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh God. Okay. Sorry, this right. is getting out of hand. And as we move on to number four or five of Do We Care, that 90s show has been ordered by Netflix. Did any of us watch Wait, that? Wait, is it a Netflix thing? Yeah. God it is Netflix. It. Well, uh, that's. 70s show, as we know, with Ashton Kutcher, Malakunas was a huge success back I've seen in, uh, was it early 2000s, late 90s? Late yeah. 90s? I've seen all of that show, actually. Oh, I think that's one of, the, it's one of those underrated, oh, yeah. not underrated, but you know, it's not mentioned as much as like a classic sitcom, I feel like, especially mm. among our generation, yeah. but I watched all of that and I love it. I think we've got the box set of it at home. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I, lo- I love the show. I don't give a damn about the 90s show. Even if the old ones, some of the old cast come back for uh, pop in for a cameo? Well, apparently it's only two at this stage. It's Deborah Jo Rupp and Kerwood Smith, who yeah. are Kitty and Joe, Kitty and Red Foreman, who are like the parents of Topher Grace's character in the oh, original yeah, show. Mm. Um, but apparently there will be cameos from the rest of them, but it's focusing around Eric Foreman's, which is their son's daughter. Yeah. So she comes to live with the grandparents yeah. in the, the old school town. Yeah. And Look, I'd be surprised if this lasts more than a series. Getting How well, I the, Met Your Father vibes. Yeah, well, bit. they also tried to make a spin-off. They made yeah. that, that 80s show back yeah, in the day. Yeah, look how well that did. That I did remember well. watching. But yeah, that being said, Netflix has revived a bunch of sitcoms that yeah. I think Fuller House and stuff, is that still going? I don't know. But it's still ha- all right, actually, but I think it has stopped. Yeah, so it, it, got, it might have got a couple of seasons at least. It, they will find a following if they can. And again, we say uh, Squid Game got 111 impre- like million impression views, whatever they call it. Yep. If this probably gets 5 million, they're probably happy. Mm. Like in a way, maybe 10 if yeah. it brings back some people and then maybe they have... I'm guessing they have the rights to that 70s show everywhere. Maybe it brings people back to watch that. Maybe. And yeah. uh, go something like that. I think it's not a bad shout. I can so, picture the jokes now. It's like, yeah. 
Get off your Game Boy, or the only game you'll be playing is my getting my foot out of your ass. Like Something the classic like- red form. You have, have you seen that 70s show? Uh, I've seen episodes. But, but you uh, know, that's the thing. He's always yeah. putting his foot in someone's ass. So that's the... Oh, so okay. as, as long as it's slightly more clever than yeah. that, maybe. Maybe I'll give it a go. <laughs> uh, last one of five of five of Do We Care is Epic thinking about a Fortnite movie. Of to be honest are. with you, I'm surprised they haven't done one yet. Yes. Yeah, I, I think uh, the only way is they see money, they want money, they know how to make money, they have money, and they'll make a movie and get more money. Money. Uh, let me find the actual details of this because I think it's it's they're tossing around the ideas. They're not um actively in development. No. Um, so f- if you pad for me, I'll find the details. So, Jack, uh, how's your week been? <laughs> Good, but um, I was going to say, have you ever played Fortnite? No, so I played Fortnite once. I downloaded it. Uh, I remember the evening uh, vividly. I was in, in the battle sh- royale. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I was in the shed and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to play this. No, but I was, we were playing PlayStation. I was like, yeah. I don't really feel like FIFA. I feel like it was in between a year of FIFA where I was like, I've had enough of this now. I'm going to download it. And I reckon I played five or six rounds of the battle royale and I oh, died. In, but I died probably fir- in the first three. Oh, so it was a great yeah. five minutes. <laughs> That's what I mean, because I was just so far behind everyone else. It's the same of any of these games, your ultimate teams, etc. I'm just nowhere near as good as everyone else, so I'm just going to die. And no thank you. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Connor, have we padded long enough? You certainly have. So, apparently, mm. it's a report from uh, The Information, which says that the discussions have already taken place over yep. the uh, the prospect of a film version of Fortnite. Um, it's coming as part mm. of, a apparently, a broader conversation at Epic Games, who make yeah. the game, uh, about launching a an entertainment division that's yeah. doing like, scripted video programming. So, Ooh. you know, TV, film, that yeah. sort of stuff, to, as a way to sort of diversify the studio's brands, which, other than Fortnite... Yeah. I don't know what else is there. Gears of War was theirs at some point. Yeah, it Unreal was Tournament. They just was spread off this? with Coalition making an. Yeah, it's still an epic. Banner. So, yeah, I don't know what else they're talking about there. But they've, apparently, they've had they've had a bunch of former Lucasfilm employees joined Epic Games yep. recently as well. Um, but yeah, it's still very early stages. Obviously, we don't know too much. There is apparently an overall plot to Fortnite, like. Over the seasons and yeah. stuff, things have changed. Mm-hmm. There's been black holes. Galactus has popped up at some point. Jeez, so the, the only thing that I, like I can just picture in my mind is going to be Ready Player One. Yeah. But with yeah. flossing. Yeah. There might have been flossing in Ready Player One already. I don't know. See, now we can do flossing on the camera and people see us now. Uh, let's not, though. No, let's not. But I, I, it does raise it. I was I mentioned this to you guys before the show, but I'm kind of... <laughs> I kind of... Fortnite's just one of those things yeah. that I kind of missed. Like, it's always yeah. been there. But I never really got into it. Like yeah. I definitely played it a couple of times, but I never got into the woes of it. And I was kind of thinking maybe we should maybe we should try and challenge ourselves to see what the fuss is about. And maybe jump in for we'll a few play weeks. Play live on uh, we'll switch. Oh, we could tw- Twitch stream or we'll YouTube Twitch stream. Um, maybe in a fortnight. Yeah, it's just one of those. Anyway, carry. It's on. one of those massive things that has just kind of passed me by. Mm, I tend I mean? to agree. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it's. Yeah, I think maybe it's we're just too old. Yeah, and I feel like we're not the type of people to just battle royale, sit down. We, we were all gamers in some respect, but it's just, I don't know if it's something for all of us. Mm. Uh, guys, that's the end of the news. We happy? Yeah. We, first live news, we're done. Cool. That's it. Thank you. Just like real news. We've, we did it live. Yeah, we did it live. <laughs> uh, now, main topic. So obviously the biggest, uh, as we said at the start of the show, the biggest show on Netflix history. Everyone's talking about it now. I feel like the... You, you can't find someone who hasn't seen this show, essentially. Mm, and much. if you do say it to people, go watch this, 
they'll get hooked. I've said to people, you watch two episodes and you'll get yourself hooked. You know, you'll probably end up finishing this in two days, three days at an absolute maximum. We're talking Squid Game. Now, boys, we're going to break this down. Uh, we'll go through an introduction about it at the start. We'll then go through spoilers probably rather quickly, everyone, and we'll tell you when spoilers will come <laughs> we on. Do. So, I don't know, even in the meantime, while we're going to be talking, I might even get like a spoiler button to put on the top here. Ah, that's crazy. So, just so everyone will know. So we're visual representation. Sp- visual we'll representation. We'll uh, and then for our audio listeners, you'll just actually have to listen to the whole show and <laughs> so we recommend catching up yes uh on your squid game so boys what is this show essentially about uh you got 30 seconds ish each thoughts? each jack you start yeah. i would say it's a korean version of the hunger games in which a bunch of contestants on the you know willingly participate in child-based korean games <laughs> Child or, <laughs> in anyway. order to make a lot of money, yeah. um, but these children game children's games are quickly turned deadly um, when they find out they can die from each of these six rounds and games they're meant to be playing, and uh, chaos ensues from there. Connor, what would your description be? Sum that up pretty well. I'd yeah. say there's a uh, people down on their luck find themselves yeah. thrust into a dangerous world of childhood games turned evil. Uh, <laughs> That's a really wanky way of putting it. But it's basically, yeah, a bunch of people who are sort of, you know, on the edge of poverty or in the yeah. middle of poverty find themselves in massive debt are given a chance to play uh, basically childhood games to win billions, well, billions of Korean won, I think is, yeah. the, is, the, yes. is the money. Um, but they sort of sign up unaware that the, if they lose, they die. Yeah. Um, and it just sort of spirals from there. It yeah. gets gets dark. It gets wild. Yeah. It gets emotional. It gets yeah. surprisingly funny. It's it's yeah. it's a bit of everything. Yeah, Not and really. I think we can all relate back to it a little bit. I guess it's also kind of an indication of, you know, that I don't know that everyone's. Would you participate no. in these games? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well I mean, I'll consider it. If we're going past <laughs> the first round, once you know you die, yeah. if you lose, I'm out. Okay. Okay. But we'll go into that. We'll go. Yeah. Into that. Yeah. We'll go into yeah. that after. Um, should we? T- I mean, we sort of highlighted it at the start. That is. It's the biggest show. Why do we think this has caught on so well? I think we did mention this last episode as well. Um, what? Why? Why this? Why this show? Is that relevant? Something about the human psyche? I don't know. Something about? I don't know. It's like a sign of the times, isn't it? It's kind of relevant. You know, maybe more so in Korea in terms of the poverty. No, you know, well, I don't. I think the, the, I'm going down to to two reasons why. And I'll probably think of a third as I speak. I think, one, the nature of the fact that we all find it kind of cool that we're watching a Korean show. Mm. It's a novelty. It's a novelty. It's a novelty. It's a parasite. Yeah, but it's the Korean cinema TV aspect of it that it, it's cultured, but also then we feel cultured. Like, look at us. We're watching a, we're watching a Korean show. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, my God, are you doing subs or dubs? Like, it actually becomes a conversation topic. But you also, at one, it's that. I think, two... It's the bingeable nature of the show itself means you have to watch it in two days, essentially three days, because you want to know what happens. You don't know what's happening around. And they actually are very good. There's a lot of cliffhangers at the end of each episode. And I think that aspect of the the bingeable aspect, but then also the Korean aspect and the subs or dubs, you actually have to pay attention to the whole thing. Mm. So Netflix, I feel like, has had a lot of shows where even Stranger Things, you can be on your phone, you listen to it. You start, as much as it is an audio medium, uh, sorry, a visual medium, uh, while you're watching something, you can just go to the toilet while watching Stranger Things or go get another packet of chips. But because of this, you have to pause 
and because it's so intense, you don't want to pause in one of the games. So you hold in going to the bathroom. So then I feel like that nature of it has been really, uh, really interesting. Is that something that you guys would agree on or would you like to expand on that? Oh, no, definitely. But yeah. it's also very well-directed. The actors yeah. are great. It's a great story. Yeah. It's unique. While it, you know, some would say it's definitely not original. Yeah. Um, it's definitely the most violent version of something of this nature, I would say. Mm. Battle Royale in Japan was pretty brutal. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of that hasn't caught on, you know, in Western society yet. A lot of those shows. Uh, It's, I think, Battle Royale sort of broke through, but yeah, it's it's the it's the Hunger Games sort of concept. But yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think we as far as much of the talk of the novelty of it being, you know, it's a Korean show and it's kind of quirky. It's also just a really good show. Show, It's just really well made, and I think we all kind of on the same page. We really enjoyed this, and we it's it's a great show. It's just a great watch, no matter you know where it's made. Or what it's shown on, it's just a great show. Yeah, and, I, and you know, I see a lot of people going, "Oh, it's really violent." And all this, you know, there's a bit of there was a teacher's thing on Facebook, like, "Oh, we shouldn't let kids watch this; it's too violent." I'm, I mean, yeah, you're right. I had yeah. to shut my eyes. I'm like, "Oh, come on, grow up! Don't let you obviously don't let kids watch it's this show." But whatever. at the same time, you know, just grow up. But you know, I've seen worse. I, I, I think the violence in this it serves a point. Yeah, yeah it does. I it's mean, not for the sake it, of it. Mm. it can be a bit gratuitous, mm. but it's not like I wouldn't say it's over the top. I mm. think it's. You know, you get your big blood spurts and yeah. stuff like that, and mm-hmm. it's done. Some of it's done yeah. stylistically, but it's also pretty, well, not realistic, but it's it's understated in a way yeah. that it just it's just death, it's yeah. violence, yeah. it is pretty straightforward. So I think that's why it's shocking is that it's not sort of dramatized very yeah. well. It's just mm. a lot of the times these deaths are just out of the blue. They're not dressed up. They're not overly dramatic or anything. Yeah. It's just a character's dead now. You have yeah. to deal with it, and we move on. Yeah. So I think it, it's it's got a lot to say about that. Um, the broader themes of this Jack touched on earlier, you know, it's talking a lot about, especially I think in South Korea, there's a big sort of class divide between the rich and the poor. And obviously that becomes a massive theme with these people on the edge of poverty, willing to put their lives at risk to earn the money and potentially claw their way out. You know, the desperation that they feel to get out when they don't think there's any other way. Um, Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of themes and motifs that you could sort of dig into and as well as a lot of symbolism and foreshadowing. So it's just a show that people can get their hooks into and go as, as deep as they want. Yeah. Uh, Should we go spoilers? I just want to say one thing. Do you think this would have been as successful as it was released weekly? I've seen some debate about that. that Some people saying it should be released weekly, but I don't... I reckon it's a good idea for the first season. Get it out there. Let people watch the whole thing. Because I think if you... Then you run the risk of maybe them dropping off. Yeah. Whereas if there's always... You know, if all the episodes are there, they just go, we'll we'll watch it. The cliffhangers are so effective in the show. I feel like... Regardless of whether they release it all at once or in you know weekly, I still think this would have done just as well. Yeah, fair. Yeah, mm. yeah I don't think it would have done exactly as well. I think <laughs> no, no. I think it might have done as well at the end, but through the show, I think maybe after one or two, I, I just think this is peak uh, peak binge TV mm. because I feel like this is it's twelve o'clock at night and I'm at episode five. I want to go to episode six. Yeah. Whereas I well, think because if it I, is so bingeable, I feel binge. Bingeable is also sustainable because people are so keen to watch the next episode. Yeah. I, I think just the culturally, this has been such a big phenomenon for a month. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. If, yeah, I don't Hard know if it's. Time. I don't know if it survives three months. Mm. If that kind of makes sense, like over yeah. like a long yeah. longevity. Uh, we're going to go spoilers now. So using uh, visual representation, I'm going to look at this on the live stream because I uh, want to see what this looks it says, like. I've just done it really small. It's bright. A big uh, red little warning well, sign. Well, no, just a spoiler alert. Yep. Uh, now, on this main one here, and then I'll, I'll obviously add it for when we switch cameras between the three of us. But first of all, guys, when 
Let's go through the first episode, essentially. We, we get to the, the first part. They're playing the first game. We've got 456 different people who are in this room. Oh, okay, here we go. And, and we get to red light, green light, the first game of the Squid Game. Like, okay, cool. Connor, what, what are you expecting? Before we even see what's happening, we know it's going to be gruesome, but do we... Do we really know that's how it's going to go? I don't know because I didn't really like the main character. Was it Song Jing Hung? Was Gion, that I think Ji yeah. Hun? Yeah. yeah, we should say yeah, <laughs> from the outset to start. We don't with, know he's Korean. the kind of the main character that we follow through right throughout the series. Um, I actually thought he was going to die relatively early, but out of all the protagonists I've seen in shows, he becomes very likable. I think through the show you still see he certainly has faults, mm. but he is one of the better people of those four hundred fifty-six people as a human being. You know, he's estranged from his daughter. You know, he's out of his marriage. He's in a lot of debt. You know, in that first episode, he comes across as a bit of a wanker. Yeah, for sure. But I think that what what's really good about that first episode is that the majority of it is just taking place out in the real world. Yeah. It's setting up the yeah. stakes. It's yeah. showing you who this character is before yeah. they throw him into the dark, yeah. into this dark world. Um, and I think that's what you know. It's only the last sort of fifteen minutes or so of the show that we actually get the first taste of the Squid Game, mm. and it's very effective. It it works really well. Um, but I think it, it's important for them to set up the stakes to build a relationship with this character. Mm. Um, and you're right, he's a bit of a dick. Like everything they show. Yeah. Um, of him at the start. He's mm. a gambling addict. He keeps messing up. He's living, he's mooching off his mum, stealing money from his mum, his elderly mother. Um, so you kind of, at the start, I was a bit the same. I was like, I don't really like this guy. But as, mm. as it goes on, you sort of, you start to see a bit more of him, a bit more of his arc and his sort of who he, you know, becomes a bit kinder behind the scenes. And yeah, he's really endearing. Like I was rooting for him the whole way, really. Do you also like, as, as we go to the end, of, I don't want to go to the end, but this guy feels like the everyman though. Yeah. He doesn't feel like the bloke that, like I could feel like in a, in a show like this, you could cast Chris Hemsworth, that you know he's going to be the winner at some point. You know what I mean? No, but you know, like, yeah. But yeah. I feel like an American version of this might cast someone that they look drabby and they look not, uh, I think in the nicest way possible. Like, they look like the the everyman, but it's the same as, in a not another teen movie or something where the girl takes off the glasses and now she is a nine out of ten. Yeah. Which is really attractive. Whereas this guy just looks like a generic dad who is down on his luck. And I think that's what resonate I like over the whole series is he's just the everyman that's trying to win this thing. Yeah, relatable. He's, to stay, he's yeah, relatable. Yeah, he's, try, he's yeah. trying to stay alive. Um, so first game though, are we when we see the money no, we don't see the money till after. We, we get the first game. That first person gets shot. We're like, oh, okay, shit, here we go. Jack, your thoughts after this first game? Um, What's going on? Yeah, well, I kind of, I think by the time I watched it, there was so much stuff out. I kind of knew they were all going to die and the snipers were going to come out and shit them all down. But yeah, I was thinking, shit, this show is also really, really violent. And uh, they knock yeah, off half the people in the first off, yeah, yeah, in the first round. I'm like, I'd probably be one of those guys trying to clamber out the door, going to yeah. snipe it to the head. So, yeah. uh, but that, I think it's from this first game, yeah. I think that's what also made this a cultural yeah. phenomenon as well because it was just so captivating so different yeah and just kind of caught you off guard a little bit from what came before and i think that game is also one that everyone knows like it's a pretty mm. global globally yeah. known game yeah. all over red rover here or something like that yeah yeah mm. so we all kind of know that whereas what's the time is to wolf more so i feel sure yeah yeah i can't remember what the is rules are yeah um but you know it's as we go deeper in it becomes a lot more specific sort of korean childhood games but yeah. this one's everyone kind of knows yeah. so i think that really makes it hit home. You're like, yeah. you know the rules. You know how this works. Mm. So when it goes wrong, you're like, 
yeah. crap, would and, I actually make this through? Yeah, and everyone's like, because it's, uh, I was watching online again, as people say, it's it's the great fight or flight. And again, we see, as it is, it's, on average, it's one person fights, one person flights. Yeah. So here we see half the whole crew's been knocked off straight up. Yeah. So uh, we're not going to break down, obviously, each individual sort of episode as we go. I think it's nearly going to be impossible. But I think the important bit is that also what's really interesting, just from the perspective, yeah. that all these people were here because they wanted to be. They yeah, gave yeah. them that option to yeah. pull out. But they that's what I was next was going to go. Yeah, in. Cool. Sorry, yeah, that yeah. was the. Sorry, that was the. Because um, that's after the first game they yeah, come back. So this yeah, is sorry. the this is the second so, episode. So, yeah. Um, they actually. So there's a rule in the game yeah. that if the majority of players vote mm. to cancel it, the games it's done, yeah. and they do it in the yeah. first episode, which I was really surprised by. I yeah. thought it was just going to be like, look, it's here, and yeah. but no, everyone votes no, and we'll just not worry about it. Mm. But they they cancel it. And the characters go back out into the world, and I think this is what really makes this good is that yeah. it sets up the stakes again really well. We obviously got a lot of Song Gi Hoon, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the first episode. Again, sorry if we're butchering these names, um, but we yeah. actually get to go through all the other sort of main yeah. characters and see what, and, get, and it gives them a reason to actually come, come back, back, yeah, which I think is really, I think it really helps this show thrive. Oh, for it, sure. like, it, gives it them, makes yeah. it makes it better. Yeah. Gives them 100%. good backstories and you understand why they're yeah. coming back. Yeah, and they not, live in and horrible lives. Really. Yeah, yeah, and it's not just flashbacks, you know, three episodes mm-hmm. down the line that don't really yeah. build anything. You want to see what like what drives these characters back and it, I think this works really well. I feel like another director not as successful, another writer here, would use flashbacks as we go through the episodes. And I yeah. think this is where it keeps it very it's a linear timeline. It's all just we're now back out. Let's see why. And now this is why everyone's coming back. And again, it's not everyone comes back, but I would say, I, I don't even know if they say in the show, I think they do say a number, but it'd be like 85% return because it's like they've had to get these people back. This is why they came in the first place. They've pushed them. They've probed them. Now they're back. And, and when we're in for this game now. So um, again, there's so we can talk the whole uh, of every bit of symbolism, every bit of foreshadowing, <laughs> every, everything of why a certain character uh, did a certain thing. As we just go through each of the individual games, mm. the obviously the massive TikTok trend of the candy and uh, doing that is the second game. Now, does that like that's obviously a game that doesn't scare you, but obviously again has such a massive consequence. Mm. Yeah, I didn't understand yeah. the rules until you know Some someone broke their crack. thing. Yeah. So yeah, this is where it starts to become. It's it's an unknown for us, but I think it also drives the mystery because yeah. you're also trying to figure out the rules as yeah. well as the same time. As everyone else is, so yeah. that's kind of cool. You're yeah. waiting to see what goes wrong for these for these people to die, and so it's kind of cool. I, I really like it. Um, yeah. yeah, I, don't forget, I, 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 I just think it's also a, a really good use of actually using time as time is in the show. So it's like they have ten minutes to do this. We actually are following the ten minutes as it goes. Are mm. we? Well, I think very close to it because again, it's like the Marbles is a thirty minute episode. Like it's it's, it's on either side of it, but I feel like that's actually they're using time. Uh, relatively pretty close and you feel the and the use of the clock and then once one person dies or gets shot say in that candy game yeah then the, the music lifts the stakes go up. and everyone's like oh, okay and the thing is they've dropped characters but we we've anyone could die at any moment what still gives you the stakes that maybe the main character does just go or a second or third character goes and then we move on from there but yeah. um straight like what what's did, did, I can't remember. Did any of the games not go down to the final wire? I don't think they did. They're always the three, two, one countdown, which is fine. Yeah, it makes sense. It builds tension, but yeah. just it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, what was just on the side of it? Uh, our police officer who works their way in. Were you happy with this subplot of the story, or was this something that took it out from you? Because I know online there's been a lot of going both ways. Like, yeah. This is a very generic thing. It's like, why is another 
maybe cops have infiltrated over time or people have infiltrated. But again, is this kind of just – is it a bit of a pain in the – you know what I mean? Like a bit of a pain? I think that – because in the end, it kind of doesn't go anywhere. No. Uh, it leads to a couple of big reveals that the, the – you know, the big masked man who's sort of running the yeah. show is the cop's brother, missing brother. Um, and you sort of get to... Actually, that's really Huang the only Chang big... Re- mm. That's you. really the only big reveal that sort of comes out of that plot line, no. right? And it doesn't mm. it doesn't answer any questions. I feel like it was for the sake of the big reveal and the fact that it may lead to a season two. It was almost, you know... Because yeah. without, we're going to spoil it. He gets shot off the cliff by what we find out as the big boss running... Pretty much the Squid Games, uh, or second in command, yeah. is his brother. I just said that. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I know. But the, but the fact is that That's what you just said, Jack. Uh, yeah, I know that. But the f- yeah, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> um, no. But I think what I was going, what I was winding my way towards, taking the long way to, mm. is I think this was a way for them to explore the background, yeah, of the mm. like behind the scenes stuff of yeah. the games without just sort of. I think they needed a character to follow. Um, yeah, and I, to see the other side. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they could have done that by just following the boss around and yeah. seeing how it all does. And I think that would have worked too. Yeah. But I think they wanted to have someone actively working behind. Maybe it's kind of a bit of false hope for the for the other characters that maybe things are going to come crashing down. Well, mm. I think as us as an audience, there was false hope that actually he was going. Like I still thought as we we're getting to episode four, five, six, like we won't have a winner and they will survive. Like fifteen people Something, will survive yeah. and and. Cops will fly from the ceiling and they will like, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. But they always gave that false hope because in the end, he's just like a, a, a nice looking cop that we actually don't want him to die. Like, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I want him to find out what's actually going on. And yeah, because we want to know as well. He's, yeah, that's he's sort yeah, of a vehicle for the, for, for the audience in that yeah. regard. Mm. So I'm fine with that. I just don't know if it took out certain, like maybe the pacing was a little off with his sort of stuff. But again, it showed, like you said, the underworld. It showed the other parts of it that, again, like the Doctor, I thought that was an interesting subplot for two episodes and it just never really went anywhere. Yeah. What I kind of hated, but I also kind of loved that it was like, no, no, it's done. Like... He's dead. <laughs> Jack, thoughts? Sorry, I, I did cut you off for it. I didn't mean to. No, you, that's you all right. That. That's all right. I'm offended, but it's all good. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. I, I feel like, you know, I don't know. I feel like they might lead on somewhere. I feel like they cut, They all fall flat and just have a dead end at the end of them. What was their point? Oh, to, oh, apart from to add up from screen time. That's what I'm, I'm oh, asking oh, the same oh, question. I think you're right. And there is a trend in the show that if you don't see them die explicitly, yeah. there's a chance they yeah, make I think it. That's they always may be a key thing for film and TV. Yeah, so Any, maybe anyone who falls off a cliff, even being without shot. seeing him, and you only hear the fall. splash. You don't hear. He doesn't hit a cliff a or anything. No. He, he just goes straight into and the he water. Was hit, he wasn't hitting a. It was like hitting a the shoulder. Yeah. yeah, shoulder. Yeah, anyone hitting the shoulder that hear a water splash, they're alive. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's more like yeah. And this could be. I think we'll talk about what we want from season two a, mm. uh, a little bit later in the app. But uh, yeah, twist. So the brother was obviously. A, 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 a big twist and again we can break down like we said all the games and stuff straight away though just if we're going to bounce just between the games um, so two was the candy three was um, uh, tug of war yes three was tug of war probably the most yep. interesting one I the thought. most interesting yeah. one I will, I, I, yeah I'll jump in and just quickly yeah. say that the sets for each actually oh. just the set design for this entire show yes. especially in the games yeah. and the you know the residential or the bed area and stuff Excellent. Yeah. Like, it's so minimalistic. It's it's kind of creepy, but yeah. kind of funny in the same way. Like, mm. the candy one takes place on an oversized yeah. playground. Yeah. And you watch behind the scenes, and most of these places and are done for real. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's all pretty much, like, like, obviously, the tug-of-war stuff is... 
creative shooting and stuff like that, but it's so effective. Like you wouldn't even know. It's pretty much all practical effects, which I think is Mm. fantastic. Yeah, and that glass bit as well for the fifth game, them jumping from yeah. the, glass, the glass bridge. Yeah, they actually built the glass bridge yeah. to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. it wasn't high off the ground as it appeared, but yep. it was all there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm. just, yeah, just bra- breaking down tug of war. Obviously, scary as all hell, essentially, because they just pulling people off straight away, and it ends on that cliffhanger with them yeah. taking steps towards the edge. Yeah. Oh. You're like, oh. uh, marbles again. I think the great part of all these games was it's gone from like tug of war is a physical game. And then Marbles turns into being such a, it's you and me, it's two friends and we're going to have to end someone's life. And it's a mm. mental thing of, do I backstab them? Do, am I the one who takes the hit for it? Do mm. I, like, I think over that whole episode, what's just set in, in that one sort of space and the five or six different groups, how they all come to the different situation and the mm. different... They're all kind of playing a different, different game. game. Yeah. yeah. I love that the, the rules sort of keep changing, especially yeah. when, before the games, because they don't know... Yeah. What the games are ahead of time, yeah. so you know the, we'll pair off. We'll be we'll be a good team. It's like, yeah. oh no, you're playing against each other. Yeah. It's like, oh, gotcha. And so it keeps you guessing the entire way through, which is awesome. And, and the moments of like that couple who have somehow made it all the way through, and yeah. then they, uh, then one of them has to die. It, yeah. But then it's like just the different ways that the different Marvel games mm-hmm. are coming. And then we get the main character trying to basically backstabbing the old guy. Uh, what we all know, and then the more and more we go, oh, this just feels so bad because we don't want the old bloke to die in this part. No, some people mm-hmm. could tell it was something wrong. Maybe that he is something a bit more important. Uh, yeah, as, as we move on, I still think that was probably the hardest game because it was nothing to do physically. It was all just, it was a it was mental. Kinda, yeah. Mm. And it was probably the most engrossing I've been in TV for a while because I don't think I looked at my phone the whole episode. That's good. Because good I, had to, I had to be watching and reading. It was and, a big character episode, yeah. that one. You got a lot of motivations and stuff for background characters, which I, I will say they did the background characters actually quite well. Yeah. Like obviously a lot of them only get, a moment or something. Yeah. Some of them do get carried through throughout yeah. the show, but a lot of them only really have like one or two key moments. But they're enough to sort of set up yeah. like like the husband and yeah. wife. Like, oh, we already knew these guys were husband and wife. Okay. They're not just dropping it on no. us now. We found that out like two or three episodes ago. Yeah. So now it's kind of, it actually does hit home now that he's killed his wife, yeah. essentially. Yeah. All established. Yeah. Um, so the only one I'm going to ask you guys, if not would, would you survive it, is in the Glass Stepping Stone game... <laughs> Would you go, where are you going for 1 to 16 before the game even starts? I think my mind immediately went last. I was like, yeah, uh, yeah last. If you yeah. don't know what it is, just go last. Oh, I'd go middle. Middle for sure. Middle, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, well, not knowing what it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd go middle. Yeah, yeah. Hands down. I think I'm more like you, Con. I'm, I'm either doing the bloke that's first, but I'm running to first, yeah. or I'm running to last. Yeah. Because I'm going to go like, well, I'm just going to take the hit. If I can't make it in the end, I can't make it. But I, I would have worked my way around it. Yeah. And I think mm. that was one of the harder ones too, because... Again, it's just it just sucks. You can make it all the way there, and then and then you're gone. And that was yeah. the one that I, I found quite uh, intense. And then obviously the Squid Game is nothing that any of us know any idea about yeah. what's actually going on in this match. But yeah, they set it up briefly in the very yeah. first yeah. episode. And I love you guys obviously know this, but I loved how as the beds moved. Yeah. All the games on the back white wall were there the entire time. See, I was I I didn't really notice that. I Neither was did I. That's how cleverly because in the done. last episode when mm. it's just the three of them, I was like. They're there the whole time. Yeah. Just yeah. But there you go. That's yeah. cool. That's great. And that's the thing. I, I just double checked and they were there the all whole the time. All the bloody details in this yeah. show. Excellent. And you know, the fact that like Will said as well, all the deaths were foreshadowed briefly when they went back yep. into yeah. Seoul, you know, um, you know, he jumped off the bridge into the water and yeah. he fell off the glass bridge. It's all really so well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, should we talk about like the sort of supporting cast? Yeah. So yeah. we've got other than Song Hoon, who's the main character. Um, we've got, uh, is it Sung Woo? Who's his sort of childhood friend? Yeah. This, the big, 
the man who went to university as they te- say. Hey, did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Over and over the, time. The, the, yeah, he got a business degree. Smartest guy. Yeah. SNU. Yeah, yeah. Um, we heart. Yeah, no, never mind. I'm butchering this all. Uh, yeah. Jung Ho Yun. Yep. Oh, no, sorry. That's the actress's yeah. name. Kang Se Byok, uh, yeah. who's a North Korean defector. It's the yeah. sort of edgy teenage girl. Yeah. Um, as well as uh, Oh Il Nam, who's the elderly man who I think everyone kind of falls in love with a little bit. <laughs> yeah. He's just such a quirky dude. Yeah. And yeah. I love all the memes that came out of him. Like yeah. the one, it's like me the night before, me the yeah. night of. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. About. It's hilarious. Um, I think they're all really good. I, I, I like them. They're all really well developed. I do think the they're, boss, the, um, uh, the oh, front yeah. man, I think he's the most famous out of them all, at least from... For a Western audience, yeah. oh, he was in GI Joe Retaliation. He yes. was in Red Two. Wait, who, which one? Um, which actor is this? The boss, the front man, the grey mask man. Oh right, yeah. yeah. He's yep. been in quite a few Western movies. Yep. Um, and as soon as he took his mask, I was like, I know yeah. that guy. Um, but I can't say I knew that for the rest of the cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they're all pretty like. Well, yeah. in terms of Western audiences, pretty mm. no names. Um, we've also got, uh, is it Doc Su, who's the sort of gangster one? Yeah. Uh, Abdul Ali, a Pakistani immigrant, which is kind of cool. But I found different. his death one of the hardest ones to deal with it, because it, it, he'd it, given it, such a rough go the entire time. time. Yeah, and then in the end, you've got yeah his friend, the childhood friend, just has like you know he's just going to do anything to, and that one made me so because I just knew it was happening, and we all knew obviously the it was just that moment where you just go, he's just done anything to survive here after. Yeah. He, I think he his got development just, was probably. Sorry, no, 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 no. But I think just when you knew his moment was he was going to go and because he was so just trusting in his friends that they weren't going to kill him. Like, and then it's like, he's he's killing you now. Buddy. Yeah. Right. And I was yeah. like, oh, God damn it. The, um, all the char- those characters sort of fall into stereotypes a little bit. You know, you've got the yeah. old man, you've got the sullen teenager. Yeah. But I think they, they sort of do, they blossom out of their yeah. shell. They come out of it and they complicate each yeah. other a little bit as the show goes on, which is really done. Yeah, um, Sung Woo, I think, is... Probably the most interesting character for me because yeah. he has a bit of an arc where he's sort of dickhead, nice guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he sort of begins like he's well, at the beginning yeah. of the show. He's actually tried to commit suicide with yeah. the fumes, which I didn't realize until mm. later. Um, but he's sort of gone around from you know sort of resigned to his fate to suddenly he'll do anything to survive, and he yeah. becomes this vicious operator yeah. and everything. But I think that's also really reflects the circumstances. You know, when you the, the closer you get to this massive prize after so much you've been through, you're going to crack a little bit, right? I'll push oh, you guys off the glass bridge. Yeah, no, oh, thanks, man. We'd all jump together. No, no, but I think the thing is, yeah, it's the the massive prize, and then well, there's only nine of us left, and I want to live. Yeah, because yeah. I know, and I think especially after that first game gets done, and then they all come back, it's like they all know what they've got themselves into now. Yeah, is if it's going to have to get to a point, you're probably going to have to kill your mate to get out of this and mm. the money's the money's only one thing I think after a while they work out god they want to they want to also live yeah um, I love how the um, mm. it's sort of all the show the toll of all the games accumulates like these yeah. characters don't get washed up and they're all nice and pretty for no. the next one they're still carrying the grime and the, yeah. the wounds and stuff on and on so they just look more and more desperate it's like a, yeah. stubble grows yeah. it's really it's yeah you can sort of you sell it really sells the passage of time, time yeah. throughout this which is cool um, yeah I think Essentially, what does the and obviously we find out after uh, we have the main character wins the game mm. um, and he gets out again. He was going to be as always is in these bloody movies that I don't want to kill my friend to win, and then he commits suicide in the end, essentially giving mm. him the giving him the win. Now we then go to Mo, like today. Let's say it's one year's time. Uh, we find out that the old man is the actually the guy running the game as. As you watch one of or the main guy who created created this with those other brokers, yeah, essentially one of the VIPs. Um, I think is he 
Like I think is he the main one, and then he's running it for the VIPs. I th- I think he's the he's the host. host so I yeah. think it, the implication is that it takes place in different locations. locations but yeah. he's just the host for that year. Yeah, but he was involved with setting it up. So he and the other VIPs are uh, the sort of ones behind it. Is this where your season two comes in? Maybe where they actually make an English version of this. Well, I think, but that's but it's like. Uh, it's not a remake. It's just a season two, or it's like it's like The Walking Dead, essentially, where it's like the West Coast. It's like now uh, it's the US mm. version of this, and then we'll get a like crossover. You know, like crossovers, like you know what I mean. Like, I think the writer director has said that potentially the second season, well, an idea he has for the second season because he hasn't touched it yeah. yet, is focusing on the actual games themselves so, and yeah. like behind the scenes, which I think is a really interesting idea. Like yeah. maybe it goes back in time to see how it's all yeah. set up or whatever. So hopefully. I'd like to learn a lot more. I did find it funny that the all the VIPs are just like stereotypical yeah. Americans. Like it's so it's such like obnoxious characters. Like they're just yeah, over Texas the top oil, Americans. Oil money. Like the guy. Yeah, the guys who have billions of dollars yeah, to like, do this. What number did yeah. you bet on? Sixty nine. Yeah, well, I might <laughs> go ninety six. Yeah. yeah, I almost yeah. would have preferred it's if they just stayed silent the entire time and yeah. just built the mystery. But you know, whatever. Yeah. No, I I did appreciate, it. and then we yeah, obviously find out the old man's running the game. They have that final uh, that final game of the Squid Game, essentially, when they work out the. It's about the human race and, and yeah. human nature, and if someone will help mm. them. Uh, the red hair, the airport, the the turning around for the cliffhanger, Jack. What did you think that meant? Essentially, that. Well, I think everyone who's watched it was thinking, "Why did he get his hair dyed red? (laughs) Was it for the latest Korean, you know, hairstyle? It suits him, or it did suit him? But was it something more meaningful? And I think, I I think a lot of people would probably look this up. But it was to almost express not solely the bloodshed, but his anger deep inside that the last thing he would ever do would be to dye his hair red, and to show the anger build up inside him. He was like. Oh well, let's shit it. I'm gonna go and get red hair. Yeah, that's what the writer slash director yeah. said, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think it's an interesting turn to take. Yeah. And at the very end, he's at the airport, about to jump on a plane, and he calls. Well, I guess the Squid Game, Squid Game up. Yeah, so he stops someone else, from yeah. participating, mm, and they the say, through. "Get on that plane." And I guess the interpretation was, "Do you think something was going to happen on that plane to him, intentionally knowing?" Nah. That he would have done something, or they were saying, "Get away, just move yourself away from this. Don't involve yourself." I, I anymore. think. I think what I've gathered from this is that they won't, uh, unless he's really coming at them, they won't try and do anything to anyone in the normal. Mm. In, let's say inverted commas, normal world, yeah. because they don't want to. He's any, the winner. He's the winner. He's actually. Uh, he's he's done. He's, he's won the game, so they want him to. No, you don't come for us now. And they keep making mm. that argument through yeah, the so show. It's like everything has to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Like when there's the body part plot is uncovered, yeah. they kill the other guy because he was making it unfair for the other players. So they want everyone to be have a level playing field. So I think they weren't necessarily saying they were going to yeah. do something to him because he won. He won his yeah. life, which is yeah. what they were selling. But yeah, I think it was more of a threat. Like, look, if you come after us, we're not going to yeah. hold back. Yeah, we're going to come at you Even now. the odds. Mm. I also think I'm really intrigued to see where this goes because he's not your Chris Hemsworth. He's not your Chris Pine. But he's not your generic action. Like in the way of 
is he turning that way? I don't want him to end up being like a a John Wick. No, but <laughs> no, I, don't want I was getting major John Wick vibes at the end. He's you know he's got the you're seeing the back members like yeah. I'm gonna find yeah. you yeah. kind of hang up and he's wearing the suit and everything. Yeah. He looks Liam completely different. Taken moment. Yeah, yeah. I, like I hope he doesn't become some one man killing machine yeah. because that's not who he was in the show. No. Like how is he gonna stop him? No, which I think is kind of funny. I also think it's just shit parenting that he didn't get on the plane. plane yeah, me and LeBron James agree. I think yeah. he tweeted out something. He's like, why would you not no, get on the plane? The plane? Yeah, after mm. all this, the one thing you could have done to be a good dad, but it is. Sad. I guess the ending, you know, the fact that he he only goes into the games, you know, as part of it is to get the money he needs for his mother. Yeah. And when he gets back, she it's has done, very yeah. recently died. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's tragic. I think that's another commentary. Mm. It's like the pursuit of money. Yeah. Uh, sure, it's seen as a way out mm. and, um, you know, a freedom for these people who obviously have never really had a lot of money, but it's also a trap in itself that the pursuit of money can lead to just more yeah. unhappiness and stuff instead of mm. saying and being by his mother's side and trying to spend yeah. time and fix things. This is what's happened yeah. instead. And the money, money has a helped. cost. Yeah. 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 So yeah, really good. Mm. Uh, I think you could talk for hours on this show too and you could break down every mm. theorize it, everything. And I think that's why, like you were saying before, it makes it so good. Yeah. Is yeah. Where, where you could break down every individual sure. episode, you mm. could break down every sort of uh, aspect of it. Season two, season three, where we go. Uh, I, I still think it's a perfect season of television. If they never made another one, I'd be yeah. also pleasantly surprised and happy. Yeah. Um, I'm also pretty keen to rewatch it, but. Not for a while, but I feel like I want to watch it with someone else who hasn't seen it. Mm. Like, you know, just be like with dad and be like, okay, we're going to watch this. And you watch it over like yeah. a day again and, and you really enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I think you could theorize multiple times. Will his brother come back? They're probably setting that up. Like we said, new characters, new countries who will return. Will it actually be another set of games or will this guy, will, will the main character come in halfway through and, 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 mm. and, and take them down? Uh, is there one, I'm just going to ask you guys, is there one thing you want from season two? Uh, I just want to see more of this character if he does come back and whether he infiltrates Squid Game, we see a bit more resolution to the cop character. Uh, So this is one Or a bit more to the backstory. Just a few different things um, kind of combining into the one one thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Connor? I don't really know. And I think that's... I think I'm okay with that. I yeah. think I'm okay to just let them take yeah. me wherever because I didn't know anything about this well, going yeah. in and yeah. I like a surprise. I, yeah. I think that the fact that we do, we can't really predict yeah. where it's going yeah. is a good sign. So yeah. surprise me. Uh, I, I just don't want him to go back to day one again. You know, we, yeah. here's, here's eight other characters we're going to follow for the same thing and, and we're going to go through the games. I'd also just, the, the one thing, I'd love to see if there's they use other games and they rotate them. Mm. There's not just these six. Like, if they had other games that they actually go on, like a bit of a rotation. Like, what other kids' games would end up being uh, sort of mm. brought on into that world? So, mm. yes. Yeah. Um, um, is yeah. there anything we didn't like about the show? We've been full of praise. Um, I have one. Go for it. Uh, Han Min Yo, yeah. the very loud woman. Um, ah, yeah, yeah, generic. Yeah. Just the kind. Of, she's not crazy, but just the over the top one. I just found her so annoying, which yeah. is probably a testament very to how... Yeah, I think <laughs> it's very intentional. It's a testament to how well she was performed. Yeah. But, oh, my God, I was done with her yeah, <laughs> two she was episodes in. Material, wasn't she? she yeah, was no. Mm. I think, but I think, again, that's I just, it just frustrated me, but I think it's a credit to the mm. show yeah, that yeah. they uh, they might have built her up to be kind of unlikable sort of mm. thing. Um, yeah, really good. I, was, I will say that the, the old man twist, I'm not sure if it completely landed for me. It was a bit like... Uh, I always predicted something. He was killed off screen, so yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It just it kind of 
I don't know that it doesn't cheapen his death because he still no, dies. No, but it could have done something slightly different. I don't know what, but I just felt it did fall a little flat for something that yeah, was such a big twist. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, so same yeah. thing. But yeah, other than that, no major complaints. I think Will gave it a cheeky four and a half squids out of five on the yeah, old, quite uh, a few screen blend Instagram. No, yeah. yeah, ink that in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How tentacool. Uh, um, but yeah, no, I'd give it a good four and a half and say, you know, it lives up to the hype. I mean, if you haven't heard the show by now, you're probably living under a rock. So mm. get on it. I was expecting another squid pun, Jack. Yeah. You let me down. Sorry. No, <laughs> next time. Next time. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, I'm really happy that I thought it was great. I think yeah. Definitely a watch. Yeah, definitely a watch there. Right. Uh, boys, time for our other favourite segment. Every Start segment's the bell. favourite uh, segment. Everyone's favourite segment. Now I can remove off the, the spoiler alert. Ah. Come on. Love that. that. That's great. So, uh, Connor, what have you watched this week? I haven't watched anything because I have been... uh, I went out and bought Metroid Dread on the day of release, which is the first time I've done that for a video game. So, it came out on Friday. Um, It is the latest Metroid game, one that was actually teased about 10 or so years ago, um, Mm. but is now finally out. And I'm having a fantastic time with this Mm. game. This is the first time actually in a while that I've been actively excited for a video game that's coming out and has lived up to all the hype. 100%. Um, It's just classic Metroid, which is a side-scrolling sort of shoot-em-up with a lot of exploration elements. You know, you're exploring a big wide-open map with not a lot of direction. Um, You find areas that are locked off, so you have to go in another direction. Then you find abilities that let you go back to those areas and open it up, and the the map just slowly expands and expands. Um, So that formula has been great for years. But I think what makes this really good is that just actually moving around this game is so smooth, and it just feels so good. Um, it's it's the little details like, you know, normally you'd come up to a little ledge and you have to press the jump button to go over it. But if it's small enough, Samus will automatically just climb up and run around. Um, you know, she'll grapple on edges and you can automatically bounce off walls and things like that. It just feels so good. The shooting is, it's very old school, but it still lands really well. Um, you can now aim in any direction, yeah. which is super handy. Um, yeah, it's just, I'm enjoying it so much. The, the map design and everything is great. There's... Is there's a lot of detail in the mm. backgrounds of the levels, which is really cool. Mm. So you can spend a lot of time just staring around. Yeah. Um, and it also lives up to its name. So the big sort of selling yeah. factor of this game, of this Metroid game, is that there's these robots where you mm. enter specific zones in the map and they'll just hunt you down, basically. Yeah. And you have to try to flee from them. And that, the, it's actually the really dread. tense. Mm. Yeah, the dread. Mm. It actually builds this sense of dread because you can start, <laughs> you know, even if they're not on screen, yeah. if you move, you'll see like a radar ping yeah. and they'll start hunting you and they'll start chasing you. And you can't kill them with un- unless like very specific circumstances. So it's just, and it, it's frightening. They're one hit kills, and you can. It's, it's hard to escape them. Is but Resident Evil vibes, kind of. Yeah, mm. you're just being pursued by this, you know, immovable object, basically. So, no, I um, I thoroughly recommend recommend this game. I think it's. I mean, I don't know how many other games I've played mm. that actually came out this year. So it's yeah. probably my game of the year, and definitely one of the best games I've played this year yeah. already. Um, again, I'm only I think th- two or three hours in, but. <laughs> I'd be surprised if it goes downhill from here. Okay. Fair Thoroughly good. recommend. Jads? Um, I've been playing Back for Blood, uh, the techni- technical third mm. Left for Dead game made by Total Rock Studios. Uh, it's very good. Zombies shoot em up. Um, pretty much go with four other players. Uh, it's cross-play too. So you can, if you've got a PlayStation or Xbox, you can play with PC players. Uh, it's fun. It's I think the idea was to capture the nostalgia of the original two Left 4 Deads. Yep. Uh, it's very good. It gets pretty close. Um, there are a few issues with connections and a few glitches here and there, as most games, online games have as a starting point. 
Uh, not the best or most fun single-player game, and you're not rewarded as of yet for mm-hmm. playing that by yourself. But if you play online, I probably guarantee even you will would have a fantastic time shooting up zombies with three other people as you go through these levels. And I would probably say if you like the original Left 4 Dead, yeah. this is a must must buy. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, interesting. Good. Okay, mm. uh, would I really love it, Jack? Uh, I think you would. No, I kid you not. I think you would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I may give it mm. a shot. You don't actually have to finish it. You just play it for fun. I can yeah. play something for fun and not finish it? Yeah. yeah. If you can believe it. It's based on replayability. So you only have to, you know, just would have thought. rinse and repeat. Yeah. Oh, who would have thought? Uh, boys, mine was Squid Game, essentially. I spent that whole uh, Saturday, Saturday watching yeah, that. Yeah, I, I did a couple nights where it's like yeah. three episodes in a row, which is the first time I've done that in a while. So more props to Squid Game. Yeah, that's my first... Been like proper binge, I think, in a very long time. I think it was about three o'clock on Saturday, four o'clock, and I was like, "AM? What? No, PM? No, it's oh. in PM. As in like, <laughs> well, you watched eight episodes, so it would have taken. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, but I, as in, I started, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this now. And then I, I can't remember what was happening, and I was like, it's like seven thirty. I was like, what am I going to have for dinner now? Like, I don't <laughs> want to leave now. I'm like, I'm so into this, and yeah, I just continued, continued, and continued. So yeah, the beautiful aspect of it. So, uh, boys. I think we're done. That is the I first. Think we are. The first yes. thing we've done. Streamed episode. Jack's looking at his watch. He's like, "God, how long is this taking?" <laughs> Sorry, boys. No, no, he's no, got report point. writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you got yeah. report he, writing. He's got a life. Yeah. Uh, you do. Just, again, thank you everyone for for watching today's episode. We're watching and listening. Wow, amazing. Jack, where can everyone find you uh, in the audio? Jack man? underscore Mason twenty two on Twitter, and Instagram, and Jackie Boys twenty two on TikTok with. Uh, 130 followers. Wee. Thank you, Big tick energy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Connor, everyone find you? You can see it on the screen, but if you can't, it's at C-W-J-Y-M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E at yeah. Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, you, you can follow me at Will Be Click Cuts. Click the like and subscribe, subscribe button. button. Hit the, the bell. bell. Get notifications. Yeah. Yeah. See you guys next time. Yeah, we'll see you guys later. YouTube. Uh, uh, that is how YouTube works. Anyway, uh, cool. Actually, do give us a like if you are listening to, if you are watching this on YouTube. Uh, again, this will be TikTok. We Jack can clip this up and, and make it a TikTok. But as always, everyone, uh, an absolute pleasure. And we'll see you guys. Thanks, thanks for listening and thanks for watching. Ah, oh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, see bye. you guys. Bye. bye. bye.